I remember during a conversation with some friends, someone asked, well, where were you when you found out that JFK had been assassinated and how did it affect you? Well, I remember the day JFK was shot to death like it happened yesterday. While in my sixth grade class, our teacher at Putnam Elementary School, Bob Asmus, walked into our classroom with the most somber, shocked, and emotional expression I've ever seen with him before. I think the whole class captured the same image I did. You could hear a pin drop as I looked around the room at everyone's facial expressions, and some of the girls in the classroom started crying. I remember how he addressed the classroom and explained that the President of the United States was just assassinated. Needless to say, the statement was breathtaking. Mr. Asmus was obviously weeping and he asked us to have a moment of silence for our country, which everyone did. Our teacher took the time to explain what he knew about the immediate news story even though the information was limited at the time and it was very fluid throughout the day. I went home saddened after school to tell my parents but clearly the whole world knew about it. The story made my mom cry and I never liked seeing my mother cry because it hurt me just as much. The world as a kid seemed like it was in chaos with no leadership. Yet I knew we had a vice president, Lyndon Bain Johnson. He was on television while being sworn into office on an airplane. It seemed like the whole world was catching the news from an anchorman by the name of Walter Cronkite. He was breaking the news story as it was coming in rapidly you know, as to what occurred. Newsreels were coming in that they would show some footage and photographs from Dallas, Texas. There was a photo images of Lee Harvey Oswald were displayed along with many pictures along the parade route of JFK's motorcade. It wasn't long before they arrested Oswald, who we later found out to be an American Marxist and a former U.S. Marine. I guess after leaving the Marine Corps, he defected to the Soviet Union in October of 1959. Killing JFK wasn't enough for Harvey Oswald. About 45 minutes after the assassination of Kennedy, Oswald shot and killed a Dallas police officer, J.D. Tippett, on a local street. Two days later, Oswald was fatally shot by a local nightclub owner, Jack Ruby, on live television in the basement of Dallas police headquarters. My police career as a kid was still ringing in my ears as a vision that I had hung on to. To know Harvey killed a police officer deeply bothered me as a boy at age 12. And even when I became a police officer later in life in 1973, I often reflected on, could something like that happen to me? Question mark. <laughs> That's what was left in my mind. I remember the great speech that JFK gave on how we, we would land on the moon by the end of the decade. Who could ever imagine such a thing? Well, he was right. And I watched the landing on the moon on a small black and white TV at Rob's drive-in while working there. I said to myself, he was right, JFK. 
about his visionary belief that we would land on the moon. I flash back to the mystery of who else was involved in the shooting of JFK. Rob's drive-in was a car hop, drive-up, hamburger place. When the landing was taking place, it was announced on all of the car speaker boxes that were people were took their or food from. Everyone jumped out of their cars and huddled around the 12-inch TV to watch this historical event. Many people commented on how JFK was a visionary man that people loved. You may be able to destroy a person, but you cannot destroy their visions and dreams. Visions are real.